0: Welcome to Basement Sports Podcast, something higher than number eight. Yeah. I have no idea what it is. I quit, quit trying you, to figure you don't it count,
1: out. You don't count anymore? I
0: don't. It doesn't really matter. <laughs>
1: Welcome, everybody. Happy to have you here. It's been a little while, but we got a lot to talk about. We're going to open we up. Well, not some, a lot,
0: but we'll, we'll start with college football.
1: College football. We'll uh, compress it into an hour that flies by.
0: It does go quickly. Yeah. Um, so let's start out with college. Football. <laughs> As I cough right into the microphone.
1: Sorry. Right. We don't have a cough button here.
0: We're a really low budget. Um, Penn State just recently, uh, last weekend, which was what, two days ago? This is a Monday we're taping this. Uh, beat Michigan. Uh, everybody in Penn State, blue and white. There was a whiteout at the stadium. Uh, I think Kirk Kirk Street. Uh, and Fowler said it was one of the best atmospheres and the best student section in college football. Uh, and it is a pretty cool thing. Uh, if you've never been to a game at Penn State, it's crazy to feel the whole stadium shake when, a, when they have a hundred and some thousand people there when the, when the players run out onto the field and they're all shaking the pom-poms. It, it's actually pretty cool. But to get down to the game, um, Penn State won. They're still undefeated. They're now number six in the polls. But for those of you who didn't get a chance to see the game, which would be probably none of you, because it was a huge game, Penn State jumped out to a huge lead. Um, I believe it was 21-7 and a half. Mm-hmm. And then they hang on by their fingertips and a drop pass in the end zone from being tied 28-all and either – well, either being tied or who knows if hardball would have went for it with a minute left in the game to, to go for two. Um which brings me to why I brought it up. Um, I think Penn State's got a good team. They have a really good defense. Um, James Franklin's habit of milking the clock with a big lead, starting on kickoff of the second half, is going to cost them this year, and it may not even wait till Ohio State. Remember last year's Ohio State game? Penn State had them beat. They were killing them. All of a sudden, three and run three times and punt. Run three times, well, get sacked two times, run it, and punt. Ohio State scored three touchdowns and came back to win the game. Why? Because Franklin does not play to win the game. He plays to not lose the game. He reminds me of Herm Edwards, who, and I don't trust any coach, and I've said this before, who says punting is a good play because that means you didn't turn the ball over. Well, you know what? Who the hell cares about punting? Get some first downs, switch field positions. There's ways to run the clock with first downs as well. You know that I get it that you, you're, you're trying to beat these guys, but you don't just because you're trying to run the clock out. At the beginning of the second half, he started this horse shit. They had 86 yards third quarter, Penn State of offense. Mm-hmm. 86. That's not a typo. You didn't hear me wrong. 86 yards. Their best running back hardly played because they have four that they like. Um, he played at the end when they needed to salt away a first down. He had two good runs for eight, seven yards right up the middle against a defense that knew they were going to run it. And then they, of course, did some trick play. They always try that horse shit. And it worked this time. They got a first down. They ran out the clock. But mm-hmm. good luck, guys. Um, they How they're ranked ahead of Notre Dame, who's played everybody on their schedule. How they're ranked ahead of maybe, let's see, Notre Dame's five and one. The pollsters think that they're better than, oh, I don't know, Utah, Oregon, and a 7-0 and Baylor team who's played absolutely nobody. But guess who's number 17? They're 7-0. and Minnesota Golden Gophers. And guess who Penn State plays? Is that next week? I, I think they have a bye. Okay, I'm not sure why I'm that. Because Penn
1: State usually has a bye like every other week. So it's like they well, play they a usually and then it's they temple. have a buy. It's not
0: really a bye. They play Temple or Rutgers. And I'm trying to just see right now, Look, at, looking at Penn State's schedule, Minnesota is just killing people running the ball. And I mean,
1: Penn State's at Michigan crushing State. People. At Michigan Yeah, Michigan
0: State. State's this week followed up yeah, at Michigan at State, Mi- then at Minnesota. And then at Minnesota. So
1: you, got, you have uh, at Michigan State, then they have a bye. Then they are at Minnesota, and then home against Indiana, and then at Ohio State. At Ohio State and then they and finish then up home. with
0: a practice squad yeah, game right. with Rutgers. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's kind of like when. You know how Alabama late in the season
0: plays, like Middle the Tennessee, Citadel Valley or Tech some something like that. Yeah. Children's Home for the Poor. <laughs> uh, yeah, they do. And you know, speaking of that, there's a couple injuries this week. Alabama lost Tua. Right, he, starting had to have, he had to have surgery. Yeah. Now, let me ask you something. They say it's a high ankle sprain. Right. Who the hell has surgery on a sprain? He's
1: he. This is his second one.
0: So is this something? This is his new medical. Uh, no breakthrough? No. No you don't idea. have surgery on ankle sprains, high, yeah. low, anything. It's got to be some type of damage in there. Well, is it me? Have you heard of a surgery? What do you do for a sprain? Well, a high ankle
1: sprain is different. Okay, so but it, nothing's what, disconnected. I don't it's know. It's a sprain. I don't know. You stretch a ligament. Maybe it tightens. It twisted. Maybe it tightens things up a bit in there. Maybe
0: a t- ligament in his ankle tied itself in a knot like that chick at the bar with the cherry stem. <laughs> by the way i can't do no
1: it. idea yeah. no they yeah. said he'll be he'll be out for a couple of weeks how do you
0: it's not a. Spring. and they're playing
1: they're playing at arkansas and i love the hogs but they're going to get just boat raced and i guess i thought they arkansas were going to boat race too. tennessee
0: too yeah i mean you are gonna you got a quarterback guaranteed he's a backup at alabama but quarterback that hasn't played right, right. i mean you don't know what's right. coming up no um, who knows yeah, so. that's what
1: makes that's what makes college football so much fun. That's why Illinois beats Wisconsin. You it know, does. that's, what, and that's what that, makes it, and after that, and
0: Wisconsin got out to a lead in that game too, and then they just couldn't. All of a sudden, the second half, they just nothing worked. Mm-mm. Receivers weren't open. Illinois started. It's throwing like they. Some it's slint slint like they're like,
1: oh well, let's just take the second half off. Kind of like what Pitt does.
0: A little bit. That's a good segue into your. Your Pit Panthers, who uh, since we've, I don't even think we talked about their win over Duke.
1: No, we haven't been on since the Duke win. So you got wins at So they beat at Duke,
0: at Duke. And then at Syracuse. Who who continues to be one of the most disappointing teams of the year. Yeah. If you look at preseason ranking, which are the second dumbest thing on the planet. Right. Besides people betting on preseason NBA. Right. Um or betting on Temple, or drafting a kid from Temple or Rutgers, it should never happen. <laughs> You're not going to win the Super Bowl with a kid from Temple or Rutgers on your squad. I've said it a thousand times. It's not <laughs> happening. So Pitt, go back to Pitt. So Pitt,
1: Pitt, uh, Pitt beats uh beats Duke and Syracuse. Both games eerily similar, and it Pitt races out to big first half leads. and As they the, do, and then the second half. One of the things that's interesting, it's not. It's not as if all of a sudden these opposing teams start driving the ball on them. Pitt starts making mistakes, stupid mistakes, uh, muffed punts. You know, uh, always have uh, trouble in a uh, kicking y- game. Yeah, penalties, stupid garbage. You know, just like not paying attention. Their defense, especially their defensive line, it's probably one of the better defensive
0: lines in the country. Yeah, remember their best guy was out before they started the season.
1: Yeah, and and then for the actually for the the, um, well, he was a linebacker.
0: So Still, the, yeah, I mean, their, defense I mean, their defense is,
1: defense is, decent. is, is uh, Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like Narduzzi's finally getting the defense that he wanted. Paris Ford didn't play in the first half of the Syracuse game because he was suspended for a targeting hit from the Duke game. So, you know, it, look, they're 5-2, and two, okay? They're one game away from being bowl eligible. Pitt is what well, they that are. Is probably a goal. Yeah, yeah, it probably is, but, you know, Right now, they're a contender to win the Coastal again. I mean, the coastal. I mean, Virginia loses at Miami, who yesterday loses in overtime to Georgia Tech at home.
0: Yeah, figure that out. Yeah. Well, Please wh- explain that one well, to Well, 19, 20-year-old kids, you just well, don't know. Well, although
1: I got to tell you what, you, I know how you go on rants about
0: officials. Officials, they're horrible.
1: Miami got jobbed in that game. They did. yeah I mean, absolutely they did. And it was in jobbed. Miami, so and figure was, that out.
0: Right. Usually, when there's a job in Miami, it's because the officials are all on the payroll.
1: And, well, the the, and I'll tell you what the, the the officials in the Pitt Syracuse game left a lot to be desired. They were horrible.
0: I all mean, right. the gate it's goes terrible. back. Uh, Michigan kind of got hosed. Of, well, they didn't get a call. I wouldn't say there was an obvious call, but Penn State scored a touchdown against Iowa that they called a touchdown on the field. Yeah, they reviewed it to see if his knee was down, and somehow. They overturned it. Now, to change the call on the field, right. you have to have obvious evidence that he was short of the goal line. Right. Not only was there no evidence, every replay they showed on TV, the ball was over the white line. And it wasn't barely. Right. The tip of the ball right. was over the right line. The very end of the ball, after that white stripe on each end. That have, much of the ball was they over.
1: They all the have Al Riveron disease, they, I, even in college.
0: And I just don't understand. Oh, and did you hear Roger eat a bag of dicks? Goodell finally <laughs> said something. Did you see that? I, no, I did not. So, but remember, just, me just as my favorite person on the planet, remember, he said zero. When a black NFL player called a white general manager, a cracker didn't say a word when they were kneeling. Callan Kaepernick call it whatever his name is. I hate him. Kaepernick decided to kneel for the national anthem. He didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. He finally, finally now came out because remember the game? uh, Let's see the worst call in NFL history. The Saints got posed out of a playoff spot because they've no one called the pass interference call right last year. Um that three officials were standing there staring at and they all looked at each other and no one was had the balls to throw the flag? Right. Didn't say a word. Yeah. Nothing. Crickets. Yeah. Guess what he finally came out and said. Let's hear He it. finally came out and said that the way that the pass interference is being reviewed is exactly how they thought it would be. Meaning, we're not overturning shit. <laughs> we told you we would. We made this stupid rule because we sucked and cost the Saints A Super Bowl trip. Right. So we had to do something. Behind closed doors, that tells you that they told those referees, dude, if it's past, whether they call it or not, unless it is blatantly obvious and there's a guy bleeding, don't reverse anything on the field. It's so obvious that he thinks that all the fans of football are idiots. Yeah. And again, just
1: keep on spending your money, guys. Keep on spending the money.
0: Yeah, now listen, I'm, you know, he makes $40 million a year and he sits in his penthouse Mm -hmm. and what he does, who knows, because he obviously can't speak (laughs) unless it's something so stupid as to prove to the entire sports world that football fans are idiots. He called every football fan an idiot when he came out and he said, that's going to jet pass interference is going just like we thought it would and they haven't overturned anything. No, they haven't. So, yeah. So you're stupid. No, they overturned one. Yeah, the one they should
1: The Steelers and the Seahawks. That was the one they overturned.
0: So the one time he had to make the rule because his employees, instead of just coming out and saying that was the worst call in the history of referees, sorry, New Orleans, Mm -hmm. um, couldn't. We apologize. Can't give it back. No, nope. kidding. say that. Nothing we can nope. do there. Let's nope. just change the rule or make a rule to appease everybody, especially those in the air in New Orleans, right. and then just not do anything with it.
1: So here's my question. Hypothetical. That exact same play happens, the Saints and the Rams, and no call is made, no flag. Right now under this current setup, it gets reviewed. No, they're not retur- is it, overturning. Is it pass interference? It. Did they call it on the field? They called it no pass interference. Okay, then on they're the not field. overturning it. Yeah. they
0: don't overturn. They're afraid to admit to their other NFL brethren that mm-hmm. they made a mistake. Right. There's been some ungodly pass interference calls. A couple of them because I watched most of the Penn State games. Uh, another when Iowa was driving at the end of that game to get to try to get with you know cut the lead. Right. A Penn State defensive back ran behind the guy just ran out of bounds cuz the ball was not catchable uh-huh. and a flag came out for pass interference. There was zero contact made. Yeah. Zero. He just ran by him. Right. And the and because the ball was so poorly thrown, the receiver did some awkward, bendy, jumpy thing and they call pass interference. So there is nothing worse than a referee in any sport. The worst you, the worst referee in high school, college, pro any sport, basketball, hockey, mm-hmm. football, baseball, mm-hmm. is calling something you don't is, see. Is the
1: game too fast for him now? Is the game getting Maybe, too fast for I don't for know, guys? but
0: how do you call something you don't see? If I call a penalty on you and I didn't see it and it happened, right? Right. The coach is screaming at me. And I look at that coach and go, sorry, coach, I didn't see it. Right. Basketball is all the time. He slapped him on the wrist. Sorry, coach. Yes, I, I didn't, didn't see I it. I didn't see it. What right. does the coach do? He's still mad. Right. But he can't. What's he going to say? Right. These guys are calling stuff they do not see. Right. They're calling pass interference that's not happening. Phantom things. So they're reacting to NFL. How about the two hands to the face called against, was it uh, Seattle got the break? Last NFL season. They called the same guy for hands to the face against Green Bay. And he went down and scored the winning touchdown, and yeah. one led to a field goal that they still would have had, but they had still had a minute and a half left to come back down the field to tie the game or take the lead. Right. Not right. this week, last week. He didn't touch a guy's face. How are you throwing the flag if you're not seeing it? You know why? Because the guy's head shot back because the defender was pushing him.
1: Aren't we going to try to get an official on the? We're podcast? trying. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: one of my my cousin works with the wife of an official. He's a college official, and I I honestly don't remember which conference he's with. Yeah. Um, but we're trying to set that up, and that'd be great. Uh, any, but again, the worst call in the history of any sport is calling stuff you do not see. Right. You cannot. Get blamed if you say, I didn't see it. He got <laughs> fouled. Coach, I didn't see it. I didn't see him hit him in the head. I was watching the ball. Right. What Whatever you want to say, I did not see hands to the face, so I didn't throw it. Didn't. I didn't see well, it. Yeah, because. From he, what I saw, I was behind him. How could, just because his head shot back, I didn't see his hand hit the face? Well, get in better position then.
1: And then look at the um, things that they do see. I'm still trying to get over the uh, roughing the passer call against the Steelers. It, it's when they not played just the, the Steelers. Like, it's it's like anything. That. When like he tapped looking, the helmet? No, 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 no. When he, when he tackled him at the waist and Lamar Jackson still oh, yeah, had yeah. the ball in his hand. Yeah, and he
0: wasn't even down yet. And he
1: wasn't even down. And then they, they called him for that for a low hit. That's yeah. not a low hit. It, does, it, was, it was pathetic. It's
0: very obvious yeah. that the NFL has told the referees. Every time the quarterback gets hit, you throw the flag. Yeah, apparently every time because well, it it's Jack the Lambert? only way we're not they're going to quit hitting them.
1: Jack Lambert was the one who said that they should put dresses on. Should, well, that was back then. That probably was back not in the dresses. 70s.
0: How about flags? Yeah, it's going to turn flag out football. someday. And, with, and my viewership of the NFL has mm-hmm. fallen by fifty percent from where I was five years ago. Right, and it is because of two things. Shitty Pete calls where they're calling stuff that don't happen. Right. And the number of penalties. Mm -hmm. I was watching the Dallas Eagle game last night because I'm a Dallas fan. And, by the way, thank you. Eagles suck. Anyway, um, I digress. They called – Dallas was on a drive sometime in the second half. They ran four plays. Each of those four plays made between 8 and 17 yards, each Mm -hmm. one. They called holding four – straight plays one was a bubble screen do you know how long the quarterback has the ball on a bubble screen hike chuck chuck right it's less than two seconds and but yet that referee saw a guy (laughs) grab a jersey or something (laughs) dallas at one time last night was third and 39 and they
1: got a first down on. and they
0: and they threw a swing pass for 12 yards yeah yeah, but they did earlier. Later in the game, they had third and twelve or something, and they got a defensive holder. Right, right. That's what you are looking again, for. What an ass! <laughs> and well, the well, why is why won't defensive backs in this day and age? You have nobody else in your team that will turn their head towards the ball.
1: Yeah, well, you it's know the what? Same teams. I want to. I want They vi- will not turn their heads. I want to visit this this because I find it to be very unfair. Like you said, third and thirty nine, or you got, you got third and twenty. And, you know, a defensive back maybe chucks past five yards or something like that. It's a five-yard penalty and an automatic first down. Yeah. So what about the I'm, other thirty-four yards? Yeah, I, I'm not. <laughs> that I I think that that's something that okay, they, they need to look into. But that's a
0: point. Yeah. But if you know that, why are you touching him? Oh, I know. It's third and thirty-nine. Back away. Yeah. Play
1: play just a why really really good zone.
0: Don't touch anybody. Why Why do you have to chuck him? Right. Right, that's it's a horrible role, but that's a stupid. That's a stupid player, play. and you right. got nobody else in professional football. He is that much better than your second corner or your third corner or right. your nickel corner that you can't sit his ass down and say it's third and thirty nine. Why are you even on pressing him? Yeah, the defensive coordinator. Yeah, Well, you tell? Why don't you just play fourteen guys, fifteen yards off the line of scrimmage? Yeah, go ahead. We'll give you fifteen. It's third and thirty nine. Right, if you can break. 15 yards worth of tackles. That's our fault. Yeah. Why are you chucking him? Why are you touching him? Do not touch him.
1: <laughs> every not touch him.
0: Every punt in the NFL is a block in the back. You don't know what a back is? <laughs> the back of you is one where there's no eyes, face, mouth, or a face there's, mask. You
1: can see their name. Yeah. You can see their name. If you could see their name, don't touch him. Don't touch him.
0: Well, yeah, but then he's going to tackle. Okay. Fine, maybe. what if he breaks a tackle for one? But B, let's say he does, tackles him at the 30. It's better than half the distance to the goal line. Now we got it to 15. Exactly. And they just keep doing it. Yeah. There's no accountability. There's You can't tell me you can't find another fast guy to put on a kickoff team when some dumbass gets a block in the back. Did you see his eyes? No, don't touch him. Yeah. Did you see his face, his nose? How about a face mask? Because, yeah. you know, sometimes they wear those visors. <laughs> Did you see a letter on his name? If you see a letter, don't touch him. Right. Either be fast enough that you get in front of him, or um, let him go.
1: Unless it's a captain C on the front. If you see that letter, oh, now, now, you can hit. You that's can hit the problem.
0: Him. Then you can hit him. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> they can't tell the difference between a letter and a name. <laughs> well, it's unwatchable. Um, uh,
1: well, we, we've we've kind of dovetailed into the NFL here, and we got um, we do have some Steeler news today. Which is interesting. So, uh, Anthony Ciccolo is in a little bit of trouble. Allegedly. Visiting, alleged, allegedly. Um,
0: he, he was at Nemacolin Woodland Resort on his off week. Yep. With his hot girlfriend. Oh,
1: God, she's gorgeous. She's. <laughs> yeah. And
0: apparently, the authorities were called. Yep. Now, there are several bars at Nemecola Woodlands Resort. Yep. Uh, and I would tell you to go to their website, but they're not a sponsor. So I don't care if you do or not, <laughs> but it's a beautiful place. Yeah. Um, it really is. It's <clears throat> Farmington, PA. And it's, it's an hour here it's from gorgeous. Greensburg and it has everything you could possibly want to do there. But he uh, allegedly there's some type of domestic incident. So
1: do, so the Steelers actually told Chicola not to show up for practice today. Stay home. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's, that's one thing. Um, well, that's a bad question. Char- what if you
0: don't want to practice? You just got to shove your girlfriend.
1: He was arrested over the weekend on multiple charges, including simple assault Ooh. for an incident involving him and his longtime girlfriend. Um, they said that the argument began at a, at the casino in Nemecolon and carried back over to their hotel room. Now, this was from WPXI in Pittsburgh. Quote, Chicolo told police the argument became physical, resulting in his girlfriend hitting him in the head with her fist. And push, and then him pushing her to the ground. Chicolo's girlfriend agreed that the argument started at the casino and continued at the hotel room. According to the police report, she told police Chicolo grabbed her by her biceps and forced her against a wall and door of the hotel room, causing injuries. It was then that she said she punched Chicolo in the head, and the Chicolo threw her to the ground and damaged her cell phone.
0: That's that, why she's mad.
1: He <laughs> broke the he cell, broke phone. cell phone. Yep. So uh, there's been a hearing set for October 30th. You know, I, I, to say his future with the team is unclear, is an uh, understatement. It's not like he's, but,
0: uh, he's a Hall of Famer, dude. Um, no,
1: but they are awfully, awfully thin. They at are. At that position. But
0: they're also uh, – that's a horrible stance. Let's just say he didn't push her against the door, and let's just say – she hit him first. Mm-hmm. A, just as a man, you got to walk away. Right. He could have got, he could have, he could have called a cab, an Uber, whatever, and just let her there. Go right. home. Take a cab home. Right. Go to another room if there's one available. Yep. It's not like you don't have the money to rent a separate room. Yeah. Go or down. Or go get a taxi and go some the next yeah. town down. Yeah. Get a room.
1: Go, go, just get away from that right. situation. That's exactly walk, right. You're...
0: Not to mention a professional football player right. who could lose his salary his everything. spot in the team everything right, right. because a girl hit him in the face right now why she would hit him if he didn't throw her back against the door who knows
1: i, I don't know but th- no matter what you i don't know. i don't give a shit what it is you don't put your hands on her i mean m- you know even you in a situation away. where she's drunk or something like that and maybe some other girl came up to him in the casino and talked to him or something like that and she didn't like it and she hit him you walk away you just cuz it's it's a no win you shouldn't. You shouldn't put your hands on her. So just walk away. You should. That's, that's what he it. Should have done, obviously. Just walk away. So that's and stupidity probably, on his
0: part. And that's just it. Most of the time, it's just due just to stupidity. Dumb. Yeah, just dumb
1: and alcohol. Like just you're, you're, you know, you're looking through a foggy eyes of alcohol, and you just do something really stupid.
0: Yeah. Thank God I've never. now Anything. You, you but don't. Stupid you don't drink on alcohol. Yeah. It's you know,
1: well, you don't drink, right?
0: Not right now. No, not this minute. I am very thirsty. <laughs> I could use a belt. Uh, yeah, so that was the Pittsburgh news today. Yeah. Um, not good. We don't know any more than what he just told you.
1: So we got um, Duck Dynasty went into San Diego,
0: got the win. Um, nice Coach Tom, coaching job Coach Tom by Le- San Diego, by the way. Yeah. Coach how about we're going to let him throw to the running back the entire did, first half? Yeah, not do anything about and it. They did nothing. They didn't change until the third quarter. Maybe there's a rule in the NFL <laughs> that dumbass coaches are not allowed to walk up to their defensive coordinator during actual first two quarters and say, how many dump-down passes are you going to let him have?
1: Well, Coach Tomlin was less than complimentary by, by saying, quote, he didn't kill us. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know if that's a compliment or not. He also didn't throw the ball. No, he really didn't. He, he, he managed the game. And he Connor, won. Connor had a monster game. Connor was a monster in that game. Benny Snell had some carries and, and ran the ball well. He played a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah. You know, because. Um, uh, uh, well, it's because got
0: tired, dumped down to the well, running back at f- f- nine out of every Connor ten plays. got
1: dinged up a little bit. He got smacked on the quad. You he know, got thrown he, to every yeah, play every, for
0: six yards, seven yards. And they couldn't San Diego him. couldn't figure out that you had to c- cover the running back. I mean, that, hey, guy's, that guy's on the hot. Dante Moncrief still caught there? a ball. I still don't believe it. Dante
1: Moncrief caught it, and it was a nice catch. Yeah, I heard that, but I'm really not buying Really nice it. catch.
0: <laughs> I didn't see the highlight yet, so I'm not buying it. It's nice. Thinking, you know what? I'm
1: going to pull it up for you. Go oh, yeah. ahead,
0: because I think it was someone else in his jersey. He can't catch. <laughs> I don't know who's worse, him or Galloway for Dallas, oh. who has an affinity for... Mr. Dropping Mr. balls? Well, just the ones that hit him in the hands. Oh, is that all? I mean, he made a jump a little bit for it, but both hands on the ball, and he hasn't... Last night, he dropped the first two-cent to him, like literally. One hit his shoulder pads, and one bounced off his hands again. It just <laughs> horrible.
1: Well, the Steelers uh, had the bye week this week, and uh, next Monday night. Yeah,
0: unfortunately, though, Baltimore Baltimore Seattle. beat Seattle, yeah. That uh, was on the road. That was in Seattle. Yeah. So that means That's Pittsburgh's three games out in the standings, and yep. actually four because Baltimore beat them once. Right. So that's the bad news. However, the good news is I don't think any uh, the wild card team in the AFC right now is four wins. Yeah. So you're two games out.
1: Well, I, I think that you know the Steelers host the uh, the winless Miami Dolphins on Monday night, and um, I believe
0: Rudolph's back.
1: Mason Rudolph will probably be starting, uh, barring any um, uh, barring any. Uh, you know setbacks to his recovery from that concussion, and that just absolutely horrible hit that he took. And that, I mean, well, that was—I can't that believe he didn't break his jaw. That was brutal.
0: So the Steelers are two and four. Uh, mm-hmm. The Browns are two and four, and the Marvin Lewis-less Bengals are zero and seven. Who'd have thought they'd have been worse without that jackass? So. The AFC South has the Colts at four and two. The Texans have four and three. So they're in the wild card hunt. Right, right. Two games. There is nobody else for wild card in the AFC. I lied. Buffalo Bills are five and one behind yep. the Patriots. Six. Yeah.
1: And so the Bills are going to be right there. But the So they are three
0: games out of the, out the, of the uh, wild card. The
1: Steelers 12. have the Colts and the Bills at home. Both, you know, both teams at home. The rest of the Steelers schedule, they've got uh, at home against the Dolphins, and then uh, home against their home against the Colts, home against the Rams. So they've got three straight home games. Um, they'll probably come out two and one, I'd say, out of those three. Well, they're,
0: they're not easy teams. No. The Colts are surprisingly good. Um, yeah. And, the, and the, again, and let's hope it snows are, because the Colts are a dome team. And the Rams are really good. And the Rams. Um, no, well, they're, they're, they're acar-
1: even better now with Jalen Ramsey in there. In, in well, yeah, but
0: the Rams don't travel well. And, again, warm weather teams coming across the country yeah, they, is it in pittsburgh
1: yeah but it's global climate change so it could still be <laughs> yeah. in
0: the 70s and it won't know. be so it'll be in the 30s that's hope maybe snow and that will that will eliminate any of those warm weather teams coming buffalo is the one you got to watch because uh, that, that's a game buffalo wins 13 10
1: well you've got after the rams we're at cleveland which should be interesting and then yeah. at cincinnati which should be a win and then so it goes browns Bengals, Browns, at Browns, at Bengals, home against the Browns. So you playing the, the Browns twice in three weeks. Well,
0: Browns aren't your problem. It's the Ravens. Right. Right. Um, so now you got to, because you lost to them in Pittsburgh in overtime, yeah. now you got to go there and beat them. Um, that's not going to be and easy. And
1: then you, you're at Arizona, which isn't going to be which easy. Which all of a sudden is becoming yeah. a football team. Yeah. Then they're at home against the Bills, at the Jets, who beat your Cowboys. Uh, and then they host the. Patriots we'll see if,
0: tonight. we'll see how bad Dallas's defense was that day. Remember, Dallas lost the Jets. They had both their tackles were out. Right. Um, and it was the first game back for the Jets quarterback, who was out with mono all year. So right. interesting tonight they play New England.
1: That ought to be interesting. That
0: let's just see if they're decent. Um, yeah. Because the Jets didn't do much the second half of that game. No, uh, they threw one no. big long ball at the beginning in the, in the first half to this Robbie Anderson who caught a ninety or an eighty-seven yard pass or ninety-two yard pass, right? And run because Dallas still has Jeff Heath as a safety for some goddamn reason. Um, but we'll see if Darnold makes a di- Darnold makes a difference tonight. I don't. I mean, he's playing the Patriots. Patriots' offense isn't exactly hitting on all cylinders. Yeah, and they're, but their they're defense sputtering. is good. Defense, defense is very is good. Really so good. So let's see. Yeah. Now, if Darnold comes out tonight and throws the ball around the field, and even if he puts up, let's just say the Jets score 24 points, win or lose. Maybe that's enough. It might. Yeah, it might be but enough. But let's just say and they, they got, lose 45 they've 24. Got, they've got Le'Veon. They do. They have Levion. And so. yeah, thank God for that. Um, <laughs> Uh, So the bottom line is if the Jets can put 24 points up against the Patriots defense, they, they might be for real with that quarterback. Right. Who knows? Jets have some decent pass rushers too.
1: Yeah. So we'll see. That's the Monday night game tonight. And, um, you know, for, for, you know, we talked about for college football for next week, um, Penn state, Michigan is playing at Michigan state, but Pitt, we didn't mention that Pitt is hosting Miami. So, um, you know, our, our rankings here, we got Penn State at six. Pitt is finally up to others receiving votes. So I would say that if Pitt, Good for them. If Pitt beats Miami, they'll be ranked. They'll probably creep into the top 25. Although Miami just lost, so where to are they Georgia at? Now?
0: Tech. God. My God. At Miami, know, at Miami. Even though they got hosed once yeah. again by the referees.
1: That was terrible it was uh, the, the referees again, we are circle. costing people we circle all the way back to the that's why we're trying we to circle, get a referee on this
0: thing just to say that'd be great my god what is this do you not see the same replay we get at home maybe that's it maybe the referee upstairs or wherever that guy is doesn't get the same ones that they're showing the fans and if that's the case then the nfl's got to sh- quit showing that shit
1: so before we move off to move off of football um i just a quick thing I wanna I wanna bring up. And You're it gassy. involves it involves both Pitt and Penn State. So rumors are that D'Antonio is in trouble in Michigan State. Yeah. He gets fired. A lot of
0: transfers, kids transferring now too.
1: Yeah. He gets fired. Okay. Narduzzi has got to be high on their list. Probably. To come back and maybe. Yeah. Um,
0: then, then I heard, honestly, though, I I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if Narduzzi's high on anyone's list. Okay. I don't think he's a great coach, Okay. not a head coach. I think he could be a great defensive coordinator. Uh, he's
1: recruiting pretty good right now, you know? Okay.
0: But he's not out recruiting Penn state. He's not out recruiting Ohio state. They're all kids right here.
1: He needs to out. Well, a couple of things. There's not as many kids around here as there used to be okay there's uh, no yeah no it doesn't exist not division one not division one athletes there used to be this is where you would come to get division one athletes not anymore they're just not here um so you've got it's slim pickings uh around here um where the thing that i was i was liking about what pitt had done they went down and they got some kids from florida
0: which isn't easy to do which
1: is not easy to do but you know, look. There's a reason why University of Central Florida is still really good. A lot of the, these past few years, they're getting a lot of their local kids. So they're, you know, uh, Pitt's recruiting from outside of the area. Penn State and Ohio State are just going to out-recruit
0: Pitt out here.
1: They just are. I mean, that's.
0: Well, I mean, Pitt's going
1: to have to go outside. the have
0: said it a thousand times. Franklin's a great recruiter. He's a, re- I mean, he's he, a great he really, speaker.
1: But but is he and a he's good? He's a head?
0: horrible game day coach. Yeah. All he's right. He's horrible. He gets out adjusted at halftime every game. The other
1: rumor that I heard that goes on the Penn State end is that the original thought is Urban Meyer was going to go to USC.
0: I heard Bill O'Brien's going to USC.
1: Okay. But then I heard. Or not Bill O'Brien. I'm sorry. uh, Vanderbilt. uh, Franklin. Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But but those are the two names. But they were talking about actually, and this ties in nicely to your Dallas Cowboys. Oh. Is that. There's thought about them trying to woo Urban Meyer to come and coach the Cowboys.
0: That's not true. What they said was, some reporter said to Urban Meyer, if Dallas Dur- offered Dur- you... Dur- Urban Meyer? I hate him anyway. <laughs> Cheating bastard. Every time he starts... Every time there's a scandal at a school, he has health problems. <laughs> um, they said, if Dallas Cowboys offered you their job, would you take it? And he said, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So He said, I would absolutely talk to him about
1: that. So... If he doesn't end up going to USC, do you think Franklin is still a candidate for USC?
0: Um, not, uh, no.
1: Is USC a better job than Penn State?
0: No, not okay. right now. You don't think so? It was you one time it was? Yeah, one time it was top of the mountain. Right. Maybe when Pete Carroll was there. Right. Um, not since. Right. And I don't think they've had a good athletic director. Um, Lynn Swan was out there for a while, and he played golf seven times a day. Right. He was never in his office, is what they said. And they just got rid of him. Um, no, I don't think USC is now. If it, do you want to live in cold, snowy State College, PA, where there's nothing to do in State College but restaurants and bars and college kids, or do you want to live in Southern Cal? Right. Um,
1: well, you know, it's 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 funny. I you look at how the landscape of college football's changed and. You know these SEC teams. You've got the Clemson's of the ACC, and these, you know, these warm weather areas. Ohio State, Penn State are kind of outliers, although, you know, the Notre Dame's and the Ohio States they get into the, they've been getting into the playoffs and just getting whacked. Um, you know, and, and as a pit as a pit guy, you know, I try to be a realist as far as Pitt is concerned. Although I, I tell you what, it's been a, you know, Heather like. Uh, the athletic director has pretty much come in and done what she said she was going to do. And she wanted improvement in all sports, not just a couple of them. And now they're they, better wrestling. They got better wrestling. They have, now have a top five women's volleyball team. Yeah. The um, men's
0: basketball team, men's basketball team, I like their coach. Yep. They're very young.
1: He had a good recruiting win this week and a bad recruiting loss. Uh, well, that's you know,
0: fine. But my, my whole thing was the team that. The guy before him, what was his name? Stallings. What, he was horrible. Yeah. I mean, it was a bad hire, yeah. and he had a bad kids, and they were horrible. Right. So he had to get someone in there that could get some kids, and he did. Yeah. They are very, very young last year. But there were spurts last year. I went to about three of their games. Mm-hmm. There were spurts where they played tough against teams. I mean, I think uh, North Carolina beat them by 40. Mm-hmm. But there were spurts, like a six, eight-minute span where they just – They played with them. Not only played with them, but up and down the court, um, played well against them. I they just didn't sustain it. See, I can't wait
1: to, we're, we're actually, there's a couple of guys, local uh, Pittsburgh sports writers that we're trying to get to come on the podcast that, you know, these are the type of questions that I like to ask, like, as a as a Pitt fan, because some people say to me, well, with basketball, you know, I, I remember there was a, there was a writer for the Post-Gazette, I got into a freaking computer email war with and you know when jamie dixon was here yeah and you know they got close they came you know within a gnats eyelash going to the final four and this they were guy, upset actually yeah and this guy was trying to th- this guy was trying to say look this is all you're gonna get you might get close every now and again but you're never winning a national championship at Pitt. you're never it's, it's they never, were a lot closer then right but he's like he's like it's never gonna happen you gotta you know move it's like then why play? Then why, then why are we playing? Okay. And the thing is, we have, um, you have the Peterson Events Center, beautiful facility. Really is. Okay. You, you're now in the ACC.
0: Yeah, that the, was clout. The pr- the, That's major clout.
1: Yeah, the premier. North uh, Carolina comes to bear. Right. Duke is coming here yeah. to play. Okay. Every year. Yeah. So, you, you know, and I hate to sound like Herm Edwards, but you play to win the game. And you play to win championships. All right. Well, so, you should. Yeah. Okay. So people say to me, well, Pitt has a disadvantage because it's Pitt. And look, you know, you're you're going up against the Chapel Hills and the the Durhams. And th- so so is everybody like, else. Yeah. But okay. Look at
0: Syracuse. Yeah. So do they. Who the hell wants to go to Syracuse? Well, you should know. A little snow up there. A little. Yeah. And the Carrier Dome is older than dirt. Yeah. Falling apart.
1: Yeah. But but you know what? And Boeheim's a legendary coach. Mm -hmm. and all that shit, but, like, they're not just going there for Bayheim.
0: Look, their teams the last few years, what about teams like, oh, I don't know, Memphis, uh, UCLA? They get get Penny Um, Hardaway as their coach. I mean, seriously, there are are other schools out there. Basketball, and this is my biggest bitch about Penn State basketball, too, are on the subject. I get it. You're not going to get number one NBA recruits to come to Penn State or Pitt. Mm -hmm. I get it. You can't find six guys. Six. I know you don't, You need 12.
1: Butler nearly won the national championship two years in a row. Yeah, okay. Butler.
0: Butler. And nobody heard of any of those kids. No, no. None of them. The you only one that went to the get. pros was their coach. He was the only Yeah, one well, they, no, to there's another guy they in there. A couple there. Of guys, um, yeah. But. Or Europe. You can't. I get it. You don't get 12 guys. Pitt and Penn State, you need six right. to be competitive. There are nights where if your six guys don't get in foul trouble, one or two deep, maybe hopefully seven, where you just come in and they play all they do is play defense and rebound and let your guys score.
1: But but with all due respect where where Penn State has a better football legacy than Pitt does, Pitt has a better be- basketball legacy than Penn State. By
0: far. So by far. <laughs> but my point is Neither team seems to be able to – I get it. They, people keep saying you're not going to get the number one recruits. I, no, no shit. Right. They all have a list of Kentucky, North Carolina. North Carolina, Duke. And Duke. That's yeah. the top three of every basketball and kid ca- and, in the country. In Kansas when they're not Kansas, probation. Yeah, Kansas. Um, right. Again, those four have rolled them. And then there might be some West Coast kids that still would think that UCLA was good at one point. Right. Um, and there are some traditional basketball teams out there that's that – Still get – Syracuse is a good point by you. But that doesn't mean you can't can't get six kids that are Division one athletes. Right. Six. They can't all go to Kentucky. They can't all go to North Carolina. Right. There's got to be six kids. Look, and you're, another good example you said was Butler. Yeah. Butler, for Christ's sake. Yeah. If, if you want to talk, hey, you want to go to Penn State and go to school – Penn State and Pitt are both good academic schools. Right. You're going to get a job. Right. If you and maybe that's the problem—they're recruiting kids that actually want a job, not kids that are going to go one and done, right? And go to the NBA and hope they never have to get a job, right? And seventy-nine percent of them don't make it, right? Um, but I don't get it either. I just—it is what it is.
1: I, 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 and even for football, like I, you know, <clears throat> Pitt. The the one thing Pitt Pitt doesn't have does not have a great game day atmosphere. they, they don't. Well, they don't have their own stadium. They don't have their own stadium, but also, but
0: they play they, at the Steeler Stadium. But
1: they they but they also practice at the Steeler facility, which can okay, be that's a, good can be a draw. Oh, that's okay. And, and and Pitt has. But you still have to bust to the field, right? And the, and the, <laughs> the 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 um uh you know and Pitt has. It's funny. When you look at the number of Hall of Famers that have come through Pitt,
0: that's crazy. It's
1: nuts. It well, not really, only really the is. number,
0: but just the names. The
1: names, Armino, yeah. Dorsett, Dorsett, Salmon. Sel- yeah. Um. Some. So at some point, it's going to be Larry Fitzgerald. You right. know, it's going, and it's. uh, You know, it's.
0: There's it, been a lot of big. It's
1: incredible. A lot know, of good Pittsburgh. An players. incredible number of really, really good Pitt football players, but they just, you know, and then and then look at the guys. Not Aaron Donald, for God's sake. Like he's just I was just gonna he's, say we
0: really forgot the most of the the best yeah, one maybe ever
1: I mean he's unreal unreal yeah. so um yeah it's 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 really difficult living as a pit football fan it really is and I mean, plus it's, it's when it, it,
0: but you're right about going to games but I'm tired of seeing you watch a pit game there's nobody there
1: no <laughs>
0: I, I mean, mean I, there' no there's nobody there against miami or any other big names on their schedule? There won't be, let alone Duke. Well,
1: well, uh, I had told you this on a previous podcast: is that Pitt had just come off that in 2016 that huge win against Miami against, against Clemson. Clemson, no, that's it, right. It they beat Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. And I was at a game. I believe they were playing Syracuse. It was that one where the final score was like 73 to 60. <laughs> there was no defense played in that game at all, and it was like 30, 35,000. maybe. If you were lucky. Granted, it was cold. You know what?
0: Football games are cold. Uh, football games are cold. People go to it's NFL winter. games all the time. And you
1: know what? That was a really, really fun football team to watch. They were a lot of fun to watch. And they were, they had beaten and you know what? two ranked teams that
0: year. That's no excuse because they go to the Steelers games on Sunday and freeze. freezing. Yeah, freezing ass cold. Yeah. yeah. Coolest game I ever went to was in Pittsburgh. Dallas came when Tony Romo was. Oh,
1: I remember back. that. That was the year the Steelers won the Super Bowl. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah, that was
1: cold game. And I
0: had a pigeon on my right shoulder. I was up so high. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what, the win, it was cold. Yeah. Yeah. And Dallas led the whole game until the end when Tony so, threw a pick. Yeah, that was. Romo uh, threw a pick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Heath Miller scored uh, the the tying touch. Well, yeah, it was the tying touchdown, and then Dallas was leading the whole a, game until DeShay, three minutes. Left Townsend, I think, made the pick and ran it in for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. three
0: minutes left to go in the game. Yeah, um, wow. And then the other one of the other best games at Heinz Field was when Dallas came back a few years ago and yeah, when was Ezekiel, Ezekiel is rookie year. up and down yeah. the field, both teams. Yeah, I mean it was the most was entertaining, one of the most entertaining game. Entertaining. Ever. Yep. yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, so. cold,
1: the coldest Steeler game I was ever at was the AFC Championship game against the Jets. Uh, and, and the AFC Championship game against the Ravens. I did not go to the one against the Patriots, which people told me it was really, really cold. But, um, man, I, you know, I've been to a lot of Steeler games. I actually went to the coldest Steeler game, home game on record, which was a regular season Patriots game back at Three Rivers. was, like, super, super cold. But I remember walking out of that Jets, that Jets AFC Championship game and it took me at least cuz i park downtown walk across the bridge walk past pnc and get to hines field yeah
0: that's a good trip too walking it, across that bridge had to be quite pretty cool. yeah
1: but it took me till i got to the clemente bridge till i felt my feet again
0: <laughs> yeah and yeah. i'm
1: wearing like Gore-Tex. I'm yeah. wearing Gore-Tex. What you know, about hand Gore-Tex. warmers? Full Because you got I, warm clothes. Because you're a hunter. Yeah, I had all my hunting clothes on, and that wasn't helping me that night. Because yeah. I, I tell you this right now, when you're standing on concrete that may as well be ice blocks, yeah, that's not helping you. No.
0: That game, that cowboy game, my brother-in-law came in, and a buddy of mine, and my nephew, who was very young at the time, and Cowboys fans, of course. I of got course. To and we get down there early so we could tailgate. Right. But who the heck wants an ice-cold beer <laughs> when it's minus seven? And a lot of people I'm can.
1: Drinking, I'm drinking bourbon. That, I'm was, not drinking beer. Uh, we,
0: let's just say we didn't drink much beer standing outside. <laughs> it was so oh, it's cold. it's
1: cold. Yeah, it's uh, cold. Yeah, so we said, should we get you ice? i like, why would we need ice? You get the wind probably blowing gonna off freeze the, the off river. Oh. Yeah, it was cold. Yeah, but anyway, but they bring they, they make good memories, so they make a lot of we fun did have memories. a good time, yeah.
0: especially because Dallas was winning the whole game. We had a great time. Yeah. And then they At, lost until the very and end. <laughs> everybody around us gave us crap. So, <laughs> I mean, that was fun. I mean, we still it was still fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. As long as you're not, you know, as long as you're we not sitting obnoxious. amongst as long as you're not sitting amongst a group of jackasses, which no. look, I'm a Steeler fan. But I know Steeler fans can be a pain in the ass. A lot of them can They really can be. So I'm not giving them any excuses.
0: I don't know what year it was when Ezekiel Elliott and they went in there and beat Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, It was like uh, three years ago, I think Maybe it was, was. was. was whatever it was. But the game was back and forth. The two most obnoxious, obnoxious, thank you, sport people in the whole stadium were husband and wife cowboy. Really? And they sat right in front of us. Now, we were sitting. We had good seats. Uh, my buddy um, – uh, thank you, Jim Andrews. My buddy got us tickets, and we were kind of in the corner of the end zone, but we were only maybe, I don't know, 15 rows up, 12 rows up. Right. Good seats, and these guys were right in front of us. And he was so drunk, he fell asleep at halftime. <laughs> but he whistled this high-pitched whistle or cheer every play. Even if Pittsburgh got a first down, he'd whistle oh, and wave God. his cowboy. To, oh, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, and I was not dumb enough to wear my Cowboys gear, any Cowboys jersey or anything. I, we just went to the game. Yeah. Um. But it so obnoxious. <laughs> husband and wife duo <laughs> that were from, they weren't from Pittsburgh because they drove in or they got tickets and they got they came to the game. They yeah. spent the weekend in Pittsburgh. But my God. Yeah.
1: Oh, I, you know what? We could. Um,
0: that's the worst part
1: about going. I, to games. I th- I think that's like maybe like toward the end of the season we should do a podcast just talking about like tailgate stories and like game day stories i, um, I stuff liked like our that.
0: idea one time if we can get this remote thing down how uh, we're going to go to a Steeler tailgate and broadcast yeah one. yeah yeah we'll do a, we'll see if we we'll can do and one. then get
1: some people to come in and tell yeah. some stories that'd be fun Or just Uh, explain
0: what we're looking at. (laughs) Uh, Right there, uh, a green Chevy van, license plate, JP195, a guy just pissed on your tire. (laughs) Because you know that stuff happens at every tailgate. Really? The red pickup truck? Really? A guy just stopped and threw up in your bed on the way past the the game.
1: One of the the most unbelievable tailgates I ever went to, it wasn't even a pro game. It was at Heinz Field for Pitt, West Virginia. And I think I think Billy Stahl was still quarterback but Pitt won I remember Pitt won the game. It was like they won I don't it even le- remember They Billy won Stull. it late. They won the game late. And <clears throat> but I remember the tailgate beforehand. And it was really it was like half Panthers fans are around and then there are you know half mountaineers fans at this tailgate because all these people that were there were like from the same neighborhood in Pittsburgh. Half the kids had gone to Pitt. Half the kids had gone to West Virginia. You know. Yeah. So we we're all kind of mingling and stuff like that. So the the tailgate's almost over. We're about ready to go in, and of course, people at the tailgate next to us are are lathered up. Were, the, a, were they drinking? Yeah, a little. And a fight breaks out.
0: Okay. Of
1: course. of course, a fight breaks out uh, between the guy from the neighboring tailgate who's a Pitt fan. And a West Virginia fan who was walking toward, the, they, they the start stadium. mouthing towards each other. And here, you know, we're ha- this whole time we're having a great time and now you've got two assholes. Yeah. Okay.
0: And that spills I, into the parking lot right, and everything no, else.
1: It spilled into one of the guardrails. I thought one of them was dead. Right. I swear to God I just thought he was just dead. Just a bang. Because they just, I mean, they both fell head first toward this guardrail near the sidewalk. And yeah. I, I looked at my Got One of them's got to
0: be dead. Yeah, I heard bang. But, yeah, it was a big bang.
1: No, they both got kept flailing at each other. And then we're all jumping in and separating them. And then here come the cops. You yeah. know? Like, can't you just go to the game? And you know what? How you, go to the game.
0: Who wants to sit through a football game no, when you're so drunk? No.
1: You know what? I, but, but I, I'll confess. Back in the day, there were probably at least two or three occasions where I couldn't tell you what the hell happened during the game.
0: Yeah, I, I don't, don't get do that. I
1: don't do it anymore because it was stupid I came home I would come home my family would say to me how was the game I I guess it was all right
0: by the way who won like
1: and they're like how you paid money for a ticket you did all that you spent Parking. the day you parked you did all this and you don't remember it how dumb is that very dumb. like you're pretty much
0: right yeah you're right you're you're right it was stupid. yeah yeah but people go down there with the sole intention of just getting I'm oh, just getting smashed yeah I, I, I I don't get it. Like I I, I I. talk to a lot of grown-ups, kids our age, grown-ups that have kids, and they won't take them to games. Yeah. Language? Yeah. You oh. can't take a I kid. Take, on, I won't take my son to you a You can't Steeler take game. a kid under the age of 21 I, to that I, game. I take
1: Andrew, my son, I take him to Pitt games. I will take him to Pitt games. And you know what? If I had tickets, I'd take him to a Penn State game. I would take him out to Happy Valley. Yeah, Penn State's but I not am, bad. I am not. I, you know what I wouldn't take him to like Penn State Michigan. I would take him to like Penn State versus you know one of your early games against our lady our blessed sisters of the poor Temple or something like or town te- yeah or actually Temple's pretty other, good this year. Otherwise known Rutgers. as yeah otherwise known as Rutgers yeah but I, I you know I will not take him to a Steeler game. I refuse because even I'm appalled yeah it at really the behavior is. of people. I and not really that, But
0: you know and I was I was shocked at. Some of the the, the language you heard at a Penn's game last time I was there. Well, I mean, guys, MF, and 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 this is pointing at guys six rows away, saying, "I told you he sucked," and and and, and, ridiculous.
1: And and here's the worst. Here's the worst part about all this shit. Okay, Steeler fans are the first to point at other. They'll they'll point at Eagles fans. Oh, they'll point at Patriots. Patriots are like, look at yourselves. Yeah, you people are jerks. All of
0: you. A lot. Well. Just well, most the, of you, just, some of you, I don't know. There's has there, there, there's gotta there's be a, a portion of, of that crowd that thinks that if I get season tickets or if I can get to this game, that means if it's a four o'clock start, oh. all that they're thinking of, man, we could start drinking how like much, at eight a.m. We could get a how couple much cases alcohol of beer can I put away? Us. Right? Yeah, it's a, it's just it, stupid. It really is.
1: It's absolutely. That's stupid. That's
0: why with with the TV, all the games being on TV now, uh, why people would spend money on parking and tickets and licenses. And food, and yeah. merchandise, and oh. then the time sitting in traffic because no one in Pittsburgh knows how to drive through a tunnel a on a regular fortune. day,
1: and it costs it's. it's you got season tickets. You're paying that fortune, you know. Well, eight regular season games, and then your two preseason games. If you even go, and they're full which price. you have to pay full price for. Yeah, it's a it's so a, it's a yeah. Scam. Okay, boy. <clears throat> okay, I'm I'm gonna stop. Yeah. Anyway, so, well that's hey, before world, we leave. World series though. I was just but, gonna say we gotta yeah, talk about to talk about the World Series. So uh the the basically the Pirates offshoots were playing each other in a lot of the we saw a lot of former Buckos playing in these playoffs. None better
0: than Garrett Cole.
1: Garrett Cole
0: is just um a man among boys. But for the one millionth season in a row, the adage of pitching, beat, hitting. Yep. The Yankees had one of the best offensive clubs of all time. I'm not talking of the year. The
1: Astros had the pitching.
0: Houston Astros sent. They have Cole. They have Verlander. And they traded for Grinky at the trade deadline. Mm -hmm. You know, I can see Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh traded for um, him. But... (laughs) Actually, nobody. Nobody. Now they're seven hundred games at the All Star game at the All Star yeah, break. They're when, actually still in it.
1: Yeah, but when they were even playoff teams, th- who Chris what, Archer? No, 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 no. I mean, they when they made Archer. the playoffs, yeah, well, nothing they didn't really make they, they the playoffs. They made the playoff the, game. Yeah, they made a play, but they really didn't make like a mind blowing no. push uh, to get there. But yet, then we we turn around and give up the freaking farm for Chris Archer
0: meadows and glass oh, now even who do, both oh both God. had a good playoff yep um Go, but, I mean, yeah, i mean cole is, this is going to be a good this this, this series, good series there's
1: how many how many okay so let's say they it goes seven games how many one nothing games are there if it goes well seven? i don't know they both got some great that's what up.
0: i mean um that's what i mean but they're both decent at offense though too that's yeah. that's the problem um
1: cole and scherzer tonight for game one tonight
0: or tomorrow is that time? That's uh,
1: no, it's I, actually tomorrow. You're yeah, right. They won't Come go on. against Monday Sorry. night football. No, no way. it's it's so it's going to be Cole and Scherzer for yeah. game one tomorrow night.
0: Oh, great! So after that, things will get better. <laughs> <laughs> is I, hope like, be I hope you, you like Granky or Verlander. I hope you like. Pi-
1: I hope you like pitchers duels. Yeah, and
0: even the guy, their worst pitcher, the Nationals had a no hitter through eight. Right, Annabelle Sanchez last time he pitched out. Right. Um. Yeah, this is going to be a game of now. I, I will tell you. I think Astros have, up and down the lineup, have better hitters th- throughout the lineup, but the Nationals just score. They'll steal yeah. a base. They'll bunt the runner over. Um, so, they do the little things. So
1: here's, here's how the pitching matchups are lining up. So tomorrow night, Scherzer against Cole. Then on Wednesday night, Strasburg against Verlander. Okay.
0: Strasburg, this might be the best he's ever looked.
1: Then on the 25th, it's going to be Granky versus to be determined. Yeah. And then after that, you know what that means? If we're down
0: 2 0, we're bringing somebody back. Yep. Sanchez. It's got to be Sanchez or uh, Patrick Corbin might be the other one.
1: Who was it? Was it Scherzer that came in in the previous playoff series and came in and pitched like two innings on short rest? Verlander started Ver- on short rest, oh, okay. and they scored three runs. No, no, off no, no, off no. There. there was there was a game a relief pitching. Scher- yeah, uh, yeah. Scherzer, came in Scherzer came in and Scherzer came in and pitched some relief.
0: Verla- Verlander started on three days yeah. rest, yeah, he, But Verla- uh, Scherzer did. Scherzer relief. came in and, and they well they also did. No, what?
1: it was you know what it was a series against the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. They needed a win, uh, game two, I believe. Scherzer came in on short rest and pitched two like light lights out innings.
0: Yeah, well, thank you by the way for the Yankees who tied it up to go to the bottom to, of the night To give us that moment. <laughs> Thanks for the guy that throws the hardest fastball in Major League Baseball for hanging a slider. Yeah. The guy throws 100. How many people are hitting it? None? Yeah. He's, he gives them a hanging slider up around the letters. Bye. Thanks. See ya. Drive appreciate home. it.
1: Drive home safely. Thanks, Mr. Chapman.
0: <laughs> appreciate that, you dumbass. But again, the Yankees offense, who was... Prestigious all year. I mean, you can't right. get those guys out. They were they, between them and Minnesota, they set the record for home runs in this season. But not only that, it was doubles. It was they just scored ten runs a game. It seemed
1: pitching, my friend, and, and what they
0: do. Everybody can't believe that the Yankees tied their season long of runners in scoring position of of O for their first nineteen or something. Right. Well, guess what? You were facing guys that know what they're doing. Yeah, right. This isn't this isn't the you versus the New Stanton, Little Detroit <laughs> Tigers third or fourth starter that just came up. Right. Um, but thanks for. It's just pitching always wins.
1: Yeah, always. So this should be a really good World Series. It should be entertaining. Yeah, if and you again, like there pitching, could be very some of the games because baseball
0: games. won't start the season a week earlier. We could have some games postponed in Washington due to snow. <laughs> We've congratulations al-
1: we've already had one nor'easter although they it was all
0: rain so it really isn't a nor'easter but even those, who are- wants to watch baseball when it's snowing nobody anybody nobody i don't care even washington fans who wants to I, go to a baseball game do you, you want to hear snowing?
1: do you want to hear what an old fart i am i want to see world series games with a 2 p.m start that'd be well that's what i want to say
0: let's see they won't
1: do that that's, I want to see. I want to see a day game. Because it's only World eleven and, on the
0: West Coast, so no one they won't get. the I ratings. mean,
1: the way they start these games now, it's way past Pooh Bear's bedtime. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I am out. Yeah, I am ready to go I mean, to you bed. You know, it's
0: all based on West Coast people getting home by five or getting off at five, so they can't start it before oh, eight. God, give me a break. Even though there's no West Coast teams in it again, I remember. Uh, you
1: know, they they were just. This is really sad. <clears throat> there was a big celebration of the 1979 world series team and i'm like i said that's great and sad as well that's why they posted i posted that on twitter yeah i said it's great and sad at the same time because now with the nationals getting there the pirates have the longest streak
0: that's it the nationals uh, are going for their first title yeah yeah um which is still be behind pittsburgh Um, But Pittsburgh, the way this franchise is going, and again, remember, they fired everybody but the general manager who's responsible for putting the piece of shits in the dugout that the coach got fired for playing. Right. Makes a lot of sense, right? They're just garbage. So it could very possibly be that there will be no living members of a Pirate World Series by the time they win another one.
1: There might not be anybody alive that remembers them when you came. Maybe not a fan. You know, I mean, there may not be any fans. <laughs> there might fans. be any
0: fans left. Well, I was only two in 79. I was You're still nine, not going to make
1: it. I was nine years old, and I remember, because my my parents, God bless them, I, I've got the greatest parents in the world, but they are, my dad's somewhat of a sports fan, but mostly football. Mostly football, yeah. My, my mom just doesn't, doesn't care. care. Nope. And I remember... Sitting there in front of my television, my parents, I think, were already in bed asleep watching Kent Colvey close out game seven against the Orioles in 79. Yep. And I ran into the bedroom and I woke my parents up. And I said, the Pirates won the World Series here. But kind of like, okay,
0: okay, go to night. Can you turn that down, yeah. honey? Stop. Just go can to you please bed. turn that down <laughs> a little bit? It's very loud. I remember watching the Phillies back when Mike Schmidt was there, and I think they lost in the playoff to the Dodgers. They did every year yeah ron say, ron say garvey garvey yeah they just had some two really good Davey, teams davy lopes it was yeah. almost and then to win if you got by them you had to play <coughs> pete rose joe morgan right. tony perez Big concepcion george yeah. foster yeah uh, geronimo in center i mean they, johnny no, bench yeah. i mean there were Great some really good team. teams right yeah i just remember falling asleep and i was my dad would carry me up to the bedroom and i'd walk and i going who did they win did they win? And if the answer was, well, we'll talk about it at breakfast. That was a no. That was a no.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they did win, he'd say, yeah, they won while he, while yeah, he go was to carrying you up the bed, go to bed. Yeah. 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 Don't
0: worry. But, yep, they did. You're good. Because I, I went right to sleep with a smile on my face.
1: Well, if you can believe this, we're already over an hour. Good. Because I'm starving. <clears throat> so, uh, we, next time we uh, get together, we got to talk some Penguins. uh, Hockey season got started. We are
0: going to have more guests. We met with, I just met recently with the two guys we had on for the fantasy football podcast. And, and I, I could report to you that one is doing horribly, our fantasy football expert. <laughs> okay. But it was a lot of injuries. Yeah. Which you can't predict. Right. Um, and the other guys, kind of like me, after six games, uh, I think we're both four and two. Okay. Five and one. Okay. Something Respectable. Like, four and two. Yeah, because no. I lost the game by f- four-tenths of a point already. Well, how, the, how that got into fantasy football is beyond me. <laughs> I got four-tenths of a point I lost. Would you have
1: rather taken the tie? You're, you've been good yes <laughs> yes and playoffs
0: stay in situations yes right and i got brady tonight as my quarterback and i already won my game so oh okay you know well, what now it's all Brady. it's you all know, my backup's garoppolo so go ahead hurt him all right for pittsburgh fans everywhere knock him down <laughs> knock him out get him out of the game i don't care
1: all right everybody thank you so much for joining us we will catch you next time thanks guys
0: see you